What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Work Rate Podcast. This is our AEW review. I am Mike Fenn. I am joined, as always, by Brad Harcastle. Brad, how you doing? I am excellent. Still feeling the high from last night. Show was amazing. Yeah, last night. Fucking awesome. And I will say that was my favorite episode of wrestling TV I've watched. Yeah. It was superb in every sense of the word. I don't think it's recency bias. Like I, I think that was my favorite thing. And a lot, a, a lot of it had to do with the atmosphere. Like that was like, we legitimately got a pay-per-view on TV last night, mm-hmm. like a full ass pay-per-view. I would have paid for that and been happy. Yeah. I would have paid just for the opening match. Yeah, for sure. And the atmosphere was amazing. The production value was amazing. The building was amazing. They had a whole new setup. They had a whole, like, they had a LED ramp, which yeah, looked was awesome. so good. Like, everything about it was so cool. Mm-hmm. And, like, the aerial shots that they got. I don't know if you've seen some of those photos, but yeah. they're just phenomenal. I saw people say, did Sting take these pictures? That made me laugh. That was very that was Nyla Rose that <laughs> yeah. uh, that tweeted that. Um, yeah, first let's get into the news because there's some really really cool news this week. Um, the first one, actually, there's three. One one dropped tonight, but there is uh, the Owen Hart Foundation, the partnership with that organization with AEW. That's going to be. First of all, a partnership with them to raise money for charity. That So that'll be like clothing through shopaw.com. Mm-hmm. They're going, it's going to involve the video game, which is yeah. really cool to think about. Um, and it's going to involve probably trading cards as well. It's going to involve action figures. It's going and they're doing an Owen Hart tournament. It's going to be the, uh, Tournament of Hearts, I think, is what they said. Uh, I don't remember the name. I just... they did orig- They uh, they trademarked something I think called Tournament of Hearts. Oh, okay. And then the the trophy is going to be called the Owen. And that's cool. That's going to be amazing. And I would like to th- think that that's sort of like their King of the Ring type yeah. thing, or like their G one. That'd be and sweet if they how- made it a G one. <laughs> Like a round robin tournament, that'd be awesome. I don't think they can, because I don't think it, that works so well with uh, weekly TV. Yeah, it works well when you have multiple shows a week. Because mm-hmm. that's true, you have a lot of matches to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really but, wanted a, an American company to do a round robin tournament. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it'll be like a King of the Ring type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I like about that is that can kind of elevate a younger a younger talent. Yeah, for sure. Like if they wanted to put like some people another podcast they asked who would you want to be on this and immediately I was like Wheeler Yuta, Daniel Garcia, Brian Pillman Jr., mm-hmm. Lee Moriarty, Jungle Boy, Spr- Will Hobbs, mm-hmm. Starks, Hook, Sunny Kiss, Joey Janela. And then you throw in a guy like Archer or Pac for mm-hmm. them to face, for yeah. for someone young to get over by beating them. Yeah, that'd be really like cool. later on, like late in the tournament, have them like overcome 
the big star. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and I put Pac in there specifically because I was like, who on the roster looks like they are most specifically like who would be the biggest influence? And I looked at Pac and I was just like, Pac seems like a guy who wouldn't exist without some like without like the Owen Hearts and the Jushin Ligers mm-hmm. and the uh and the Dynamite, Dynamite kids. kids. Yeah. Like he's that small guy who wrestles with that speed and that quickness and that snappiness and that athleticism, but also has the power and the submission skills. Mm-hmm. Which For sure. friggin' dynamite kid. Holy shit. Yeah. Like he yeah, is, is he's like, the new dynamite kid. Yeah, Pac is like, if you go back and look at Dynamite Kid, that's Pac. It's kind of crazy. And I always I've always I think we've talked about it too, that depending on when they do it and if the rumors are true. You got to get Kevin Steen in there too, just because he's such a big. Yes, Kevin fan. Steen was the last person I put on that list every mm-hmm. time, because he named his kid after Owen Hart. Yeah, his last name in WWE is Owens. Yeah, <laughs> like it's perfect, and he's Canadian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he would be he'd be a perfect person to put in it, and mm-hmm. and the the heartwarming pick to win it would be Pillman Jr. Yeah, because right after they announced that, he posted that picture of his dad and Owen holding. Pillman Jr., which is cool. He was in the Hart Foundation, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd make a lot of sense. Yeah, that's definitely who should win the first At one. At least I think he was in the Hart Foundation. I don't he actually was. know that for sure. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Okay. I know that uh, Pillman Jr. was in the New Hart Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so then uh, the next piece of news that we have is that the AW is set to announce a new women's title. And I was sure it was going to be the tag team title because to me that makes a little more sense. You get more women on TV, mm-hmm. but they're going with a reportedly the TBS title, so it's going to be the equivalent to the TNT title. Which it's interesting because they don't put a lot of singles matches on TV as it is. Mm-hmm. So in maybe that they'll just force sense, them to step it up. Well, I mean, in that sense, it's a little disappointing because you could conceivably say like, because all you could conceivably say like, okay, this uh, like you could say like on one on one day we have the uh, a story focused around the T or the uh, the women's uh, championship. And on the other day, on Friday, we have a store uh, like a feud focused around the tbs title is like that's still the same amount of matches <laughs> yeah per week so like okay in that sense they could get away with the exact same thing mm-hmm. but with this belt i would i would hope that they wouldn't yeah whereas hope it if it was more women on tv with the new belt if it was a tag team title it would it would just by physics, <laughs> by the laws yeah. of physics, force them to put more women on TV. Mm-hmm. So for that reason alone, I want it to be the tag team title. But um, any more focus on the women's division would be good. And if you think about it, there isn't a company other than Stardom in the world where they have a another women's title that's yeah. not a tag title. Yeah, like exactly. WWE doesn't have it. They have women and tag team. Mm-hmm. So to have like a, a TV title for women, that's kind of cool. That would be like the work rate title. Yeah. And I look immediately to Ty Conte and I'm like, that's yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. 
So that's very cool. And then they uh, AEW signed somebody today. I don't have his name right in front of me. Hold on. I'm just going to log on to my Twitter because I tweeted about it. Or our Twitter, I should say. And give me a second. They signed Satnam Singh, who is a former NBA player. He was drafted to the NBA. He's 25 years old. I think they said he's seven three. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Seven foot three. So he's there almost mm-hmm. is what they're going for. Um he's from India. And he um He's a massive man. He's only 25 years old, so there's a lot of time for him to uh for him to train mm-hmm. and work on his skills and yeah, so that that is uh that's very cool. I'm excited about that because uh it's, it's just good shit. Like I like yeah. to see them just uh laying the foundation for the future. There's no rush for him to join. Yeah. Um uh It'll be really cool. I, like I didn't that. realize he was that tall. That's insane. It's going to be, if he says that's Adam a Cole, it'll man. be like all those Adam Cole memes, but in real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just if you're wondering, you are frozen on my, on my video screen. So if I, if I ever get confused, that's why. Oh, I think you're back. Hello. Are you looking down? No, you're not. Oh, there you go. You're back. You're moving around again. Okay. That's fun. You're good on mine. So I don't. Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> Just for for about a minute, I was talking to uh to very still Brad. No, they're just not ever happening. I can't sit still. No, yeah, <laughs> um, uh, I could tell because you you looked uh, you're a little blurry. It was like uh you're like some sort of like humanoid version of yourself. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so that that's cool, and um, yeah, so let's get into this episode. Um, getting right into the match that is really all we want to talk about. Yeah. And that is Kenny versus Daniel Bryanson. For me, this is match of the year already. Oh yeah. And this is my match of the year too. Which it's nuts because I thought the cage match at all out would be my match of the year. And then this match happened. I was like, holy crap. Well I knew the cage match wasn't gonna be my match of the year because I I liked it, but it didn't have necessarily the stakes heading into mm-hmm. it. I mean, it did. There was a title on the line, but there mm-hmm. wasn't a ton of story heading into it, so I didn't have that crazy investment. Yeah. Um. But there have been a lot of fantastic matches. Remember that the Brit Rosa match happened this year as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is right up there, and even no, Pack versus Kenny was was like last year, almost two years ago now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so for me, it's match of the year. It's definitely it's funny. Most of uh, AEW's best matches this year have been on TV. Yeah, just which is crazy. Regular, yeah, but it just goes that's, to prove that new... uh, nowadays TV is more important because that's where they get most of their money from is TV deals. So, yep, yep. Oh, for sure. Without the without those uh, TV deals, WWE is not nearly as rich a company as it is. Mm-hmm. Like they are rich because of the Fox deals, because of the uh, USA deals, because of the India deals, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And that's all from TV. So, okay, yeah. So easily the best match they've done. Kenny came out in new tights, which I really yeah. like. They're like blue with like 
I don't know how to describe them. They were cool. <laughs> so. Shattered glass mm-hmm. on it, which is a, which is strangely enough, kind of a uh, a look that a lot of people are going for these days. Mm-hmm. I know Jade has that. Uh, Matt Seidel has that. A few people have that on their gear, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Danielson was out there in the maroon again. Yeah, the callback, in the maroon loved pants, it. which is cool as hell. Yeah. Um, the, the crowd was the loudest crowd I've ever heard for an actual match. Yeah, they were going nuts before they even did anything. <laughs> they just stayed in there. <laughs> and that was so cool. For the, the first two minutes of the match, they just stood there mm-hmm. and soaked it in. And Daniel Bryan was grinning because they were all doing the yes chant. Mm-hmm. And Kenny Omega was, he was the, the cleaner was back. Best belt machine was back. He was, he was serious. Notice he shaved off. Yeah, he, he didn't mostly have the, shaved off the goofy uh, mustache, facial hair. Side. Yeah, yeah. The the beginning of them just standing there in the crowd going nuts reminded me a lot of uh, Rock versus Hogan at WrestleMania 18, where they didn't do anything yes. for like two minutes and the crowd was just going nuts. And uh, Kenny at one point uh, mouth to uh, Daniel Bryan across saying, "I don't give a shit." <laughs> like as they were as they were cheering from, he said, "I don't give a shit." Mm-hmm. That was so cool. Daniel Bryan looked like the Joker on the other side. Yeah. With the big shit-eating grin. Yeah. And then the chops. They start out with those chops. And I'll tell you what. For whatever reason, Daniel Bryan must have a kink for taking chops and yeah. just blistering his own chest. Because he puts himself in those situations a lot. And he seems to get a lot of joy out of it. Yeah, because he there's that picture he posted online of him blowing a kiss to the camera. He just looks like hamburger meat. <laughs> and he did that in Dubai that one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Roddy. He like Roddy Dubai. just chopped the shit out of Saudi Arabia. In Saudi Arabia, Ab- yeah, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Yes, and uh, he let Brock Lesnar do it if... to him too. He just likes getting chopped. <laughs> I don't know if he's just prone to it, like his skin or his chest is just in a way that if he takes chops he's more prone to looking like that he so he be, knows yeah. like so he knows that's a tool that he can use cuz mm-hmm. like he'll take five chops and look like somebody shot him with a shotgun mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like it's fucking crazy mm-hmm. and then you had the the crowd chanting along to the yes kicks yeah which that's was so cool i love that and then He's doing the the combination uh, kick chop kick chop, so they're going woo yes woo yes woo yes, which is so cool and mm-hmm. so funny. Um, I thought the the pace really picked up once Kenny did that. You can't escape. Which, I was kind of hoping course, he would escape again, and so the crowd could chant. He escaped like they did at the pay per view. That was hilarious. He but did escape. I thought he got him in the move. No, he got his knees up. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, he and then he rolled it into the cattle mutilation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and why was it that Brian never did cattle mutilation in WWE? I don't know. I don't I, I have no idea because it's such a sick submission hold. I love that hold it's so much. It's not a dangerous move. It doesn't Mm-mm. I it's just like it was a banned move. They told him he couldn't do it for yeah. whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe just the it. angle of his head or of his neck when he's yeah, doing maybe. it. I don't know. Or maybe he's just saving it for whenever he left, and so you know he'd get a big pop from doing it because the crowd went nuts whenever he locked it in. 
they went insane. It was mm-hmm. so good. Um, there was a psycho knee off the top rope onto the ramp, which mm-hmm. was amazing. And then Brian uh, Danielson, he starts doing the the yes kicks, and they're reversed into that fucking snapdragon. And he, the since the ramp was that TV monitor type thing, uh, Danielson just slid down it. <laughs> after he yeah, it was so cool. <laughs> and when you look back at it, it was so safe because mm-hmm. he snapped him directly onto his back. Yeah, he didn't hit his neck. He didn't hit his head. Like these two guys are the two best professional wrestlers yeah. in the world. Yeah, Kenny's they're a pro. So he's not gonna. Safe. He's not gonna hurt Danielson. Yeah, they're they're both so precise mm-hmm. with what they do. Yeah, so precise. Um, and when they do do something that hurts themselves or hurts them, it's they do it to themselves. Mm-hmm. It's like they take a they take a particular bump themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh that hurts. Um, and the ref was uh oh yeah, then Kenny does that fucking running length of the of the ramp, ramp yeah, for the, the v trigger. trigger which just my god he was going so fast and when like, he hit him with the v trigger he flipped over the rope <laughs> so good mm-hmm. and the refs then checking on on danielson because he looks like sold he's out. yeah he was like shaking and like he was out it was it, i was like oh <laughs> shit <laughs> when you see where he hit him he hit him like right in the clavicle like mm-hmm. or like in the neck like a really safe spot to hit mm-hmm. somewhere where there's like a lot of muscle and a lot yeah like it's like so pinpoint accurate it's like when you watch like ishii versus minoru suzuki like they look like they're chopping each other in the face and stuff but they're getting that meaty part right here it's just so perfect yeah or or like they'll throw elbows to the (laughs) like the the not the um not the trapezius the uh i don't know the muscle muscle names i don't know (laughs) i think that actually i think it might be the traps yeah, throws a, it is. Like, they yeah. throw the elbow to the traps. Because mm-hmm. um, that doesn't hurt. I mean, it could nod up, but mm-hmm. it's not really going to hurt. And the ref, So the ref's checking on, Daniel, on Danielson as we go to break. And what a way to go to break. Yeah, and, and that's... It was like 24 minutes before they went to break, too. That's awesome. They like they tried to hold out as long as they could. <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, Dynamite always gets the first 20 minutes of the show. Mm-hmm. Or always ad-free. So then... Uh, based off their deal, they had to go to an ad break, which was fine. It was very quick. Got to pay them um, bills. And then they, uh, then they come back, and then we get a buckle bomb from Kenny. Which Kenny, I don't know if he purposely did this. I feel like he did. He didn't throw him at the buckle. He threw him at the rope. So he hit the rope and then flipped, flipped over top it. Yeah. of it. It made it look which pretty was, brutal. It did look brutal. Um, and with Danielson's new then, haircut, the more he gets beat up, the crazier his hair gets. It looked good. Yeah, and Kenny was constantly dragging him around by his hair, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, they teased an avalanche snapdragon, which is really nice because of later on. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian hits his Brian hits the, the I guess it's the regal plex, the, the regal shoulder plex, cap, yeah, the, shoulder the capture, shoulder capture suplex, which is for two point nine, which is basically like his response to the snapdragon. So mm-hmm. that looked which really cool. I haven't seen him do that capture suplex in. Jeez, I don't know how long the regal plex. The only move we didn't see him do tonight that he used to do is where he basically crucify the person and then elbow him in the side of the head. Like that's the only oh, move Jesus. we didn't see him do yet. <laughs> yet, yeah, um, that's coming. We got 
We got Brian reversing a one-winged angel at a, a with a poison rana, which fuck. Me. Which I don't think I've ever seen him do a poison rana, which was awesome. <laughs> no, it's like he even said um, he was talking about watching um, Cody do a move like where he jumped up and hurricane rana at someone off the ropes or something like that. And he's like. He's like, I've never seen Cody do that. I can't do that. Oh my god, how is how is he doing that? And he's like, you know what? I can do that. I want to go there and do that. And awesome. here he is going out there and doing that. Like mm-hmm. he's like, I'm gonna try this. Let me do this Kota Bushi spot on Kenny Omega. <laughs> Bam. Right on top of his head. Mm-hmm. Then he goes for the psycho knee bomb or for the for the psycho knee and Kenny just power bomb reversals him right yeah. in the center of the ring which will so he just caught him like mid-flight and he's like mm-hmm. now straight down which would take a ton of strength to stop him yeah um and then kenny goes up for the phoenix splash misses it which kenny only goes for the phoenix splash to miss it yeah and um i thought of this well like the first time i watched it and i didn't hear the call but um excalibur actually called that out he said the last time Kenny went for the Phoenix Splash was against Moxley in the Lights Out match, and that's where he crashed and burned on the on the pine boards. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. okay, so uh, they know what they're doing here. Like this is when Kenny bites off more than he can chew. Mm-hmm. When he's desperate, he goes for that move, and that's not his move, and he always eats shit. Yeah, um, and that's when fucking Danielson starts stomping on Kenny's head with with the like the captured hands yeah the head Dan- stomp I th- which i always call him just the danielson stomps because he's yeah it's like his yeah move. he's <laughs> yeah he's the one who does it and now garcia does it also which is mm-hmm. cool as hell yeah and danielson keeps shouting out garcia which i love yeah um he goes for the label lock which is interesting they're not calling it the yes lock he goes for okay. the label lock um he doesn't get it locked in kenny gets the ropes they have this furious exchange of elbows and knees and they're just fucking blistering each other. And they're, they're just striking at each other, just chopping each other down. And the bell rings. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy fuck. They ended this match just in a fucking, in the middle of a firefight. Yeah. <laughs> they usually, they ended it on the spot where usually you start to see them do the big moves to finish the match. They ended it right at the beginning of that. Yeah, they normally do it like in a pinfall or during a submission. But no, they did it when they were just fucking having a firefight in the middle of the ring. Like V triggers and rolling elbows, and chops. I was like, this is the coolest shit. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, after the bell, uh, Brian locks in the LaBelle lock. The super click runs in, pulls him off. They're in the middle of checking on Brian in the corner and... Like he looks legit concussed and he's <laughs> with the doctors and all that. And while that's happening, the super click triple super kick his face off. It's like, Oh my God, <laughs> that is amazing. And then out comes Christian and Jurassic express for the save. This was perfect. Perfect. Yep. This was perfect. Like mm-hmm. you could not, there's nothing I would have done better. Yeah. At all. This and is amazing. You and, you and I talked about well, talk about what you like so much about the finish. But just how it keeps everyone strong and 
I don't know. You put me on the spot. Now I'm going blank. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, what what I liked about it is that it it they don't have to go back to it right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danielson didn't beat him, so he's not going to be gunning for the title now. He can now go do other things. Yeah, and I think he will. And I think one of those things is likely going to be Adam Cole pretty soon. Yeah, that'd be really um, good. based off of that kick after Cole's done with Jungle Boy, because you know that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but he can go off and go do his own run. And Kenny can now, uh, Hangman Page can come back and face Kenny. Mm-hmm. And Danielson can just have like a friggin' three-year feud with Kenny over time. Yeah. Uh, Danielson doesn't have to face Kenny for like five, six months from now. Like they don't have to come back into contact again yeah. because nobody beat anybody. They both look strong. Nobody owes anybody anything. Um, For sure. I remember uh, Danielson always talking about how he thinks he could put on a compelling two to three hour long match. And I wonder if he would, if he could talk Kenny into doing that. Can you imagine? They could talk him into a one hour match for sure. <laughs> yeah. I want to see them have a one hour match. Cause like that was a half hour match and it, it did not feel like that. No, it not at felt, all brisk and so well paced Mm -hmm. and um what i was saying about the ending that i love with with the tie is that now like if kenny lost he would look diminished going into his next feud against hangman but now kenny doesn't look diminished he's still strong so he can go do that and danielson looks strong like they both they both are in peak whereas if Kenny lost, it would diminish him a bit, and then Danielson would have like some sort of bragging rights, but he doesn't have that, so it just mm-hmm. just allows them freedom to do what they want now. Yeah, and also when they made it so that it was a non-title match, it made it look like oh, so now you can have Danielson win, mm-hmm. like that was an easy out to have Kenny lose. Yeah, so the the tie was actually not the predictable outcome until JR said, Oh, 30 minute time limit. Yeah. At the beginning of this, like, right oh, when okay, it here we go. Walked out. I was, <laughs> I was like, well, I think they mentioned it twice right at the beginning. I was like, Oh yeah, there's going to yeah, be. Yeah. I was like, okay talk. guys, well you shouldn't have said that, but <laughs> yeah. whatever. But like you and I both said it should be a time limit draw before mm-hmm. the show even started. So yeah. I was happy that they were thinking along with us. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. And it, yeah, it just it keeps both of them strong, and you know they could come back to it whenever they want. Like, well, you didn't beat me, and you didn't beat me either, and then they could just go, okay. Well, now we're going forty five minutes, and then they could build up. Yeah, man, just just do something similar to the Okada story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it can, and like it, they have so many ways of going about it. Like it can be Kenny can drop the belt to Page. And then maybe, who knows, maybe Danielson takes the belt off of whoever mm-hmm. down the line. And then maybe Kenny goes and takes the belt off of Danielson. Yeah. Or Kenny challenges Danielson again. Like, they can, when they meet together, it might not be Kenny as champion, which I think would be cool. That'd be cool. Man, if Kenny's still hurt, he does not wrestle like that. That's insane. No, no. <laughs> Whatever that human growth hormone shit he was doing, it's real, or stem cell research stuff mm-hmm. that they were doing. Not HGH. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kenny well, just comes out super jacked. Oh. <laughs> no, the, um, the stem, he was doing some stem cell stuff for his recovery, and 
fuck whatever they did because he was about to shut it down for a while. Mm-hmm. So crazy that he's still going on. Okay, so let's get to the next segment because this was just as good. And this, and was, this is see, the perfect way to follow up that match. Because if you'd have just brought really up the is. next match, the crowd would have been super dead for it. The crowd still was a little dead for the next <laughs> match. Yeah. But it is what it is. Like anything. And Punk even said, so this is a CM Punk promo. And the first thing that Punk said when he go went out there was, Man, I don't want to I don't want to be the, the next match that follows that one. Damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was right. Um but he comes out and he says I keep hearing people want the old punk. He's like, sorry, you're not getting the old punk right now because I'm just too happy. Mm-hmm. I come out here. I hear my music. How can I not be happy? I see you guys. This is great. But I see what's happening. People are tugging on my cape trying to get the old punk. And I see you, Team Taz, tugging mm-hmm. on my cape trying to take this away from me. And he says, last week, you failed to put me through that table. You failed to kill me. You should have broken my neck. He said, my job isn't to elevate you guys. My job is to wake you up, put you back to sleep, and then tuck you in. Mm-hmm. I liked it. <laughs> I was that like, was so cool. I was like, God damn. Mm-hmm. It's like, what an awesome line that was. And then he drops the mic. Mm-hmm. And I guess yeah, during man, a... just a... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I wasn't going to say shit. Oh, I was just going to say, I guess I saw on Twitter, I guess during a commercial break, uh, Team Taz came out to rebut. Uh, CM Punk's Yeah, he came out to to a Kiss song. Is that Taz's old music? I don't I don't know what he came out to, but something probably, Warrior. Oh, maybe or, probably. I don't know if it's his old music, but people were making a big deal about the mm-hmm. music Taz Taz came out to. So I I think Tony Khan went out there and spent a little more money. Yeah, this time. Well, it wasn't on TV, so maybe they didn't have to play pay royalties for it. Well, yeah, I think it's just sort of a. Uh, It'll be there for Friday, I guess. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But I just saw they came out and cut a promo back on Punk, which is cool. Yeah, I like that. Something mm-hmm. for the uh, for the live crowd, I guess. Something they wanted to get in there, but also couldn't yeah. couldn't do it because of um, because of the time constraints that they had, which mm-hmm. you have to say, this show was like really, really stacked. Like it was a tight show, there's lots in it. Mm-hmm. But it never felt rushed. Yeah, it did. Not. It didn't feel rushed. Like it was absolutely. We had like Kenny and um, Danielson all told all total had about forty to forty five minutes, including like the entrances and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like when you think that they had all that time and the show still, when I looked when they were done and I looked at the time, I was like, "There's no way they're getting all of this in." Yeah. What? And they I mean, did. Yeah, in every match, it didn't feel like it was too short or anything. It, they all felt no. The everything was afterwards, everything so. was great. Mm-hmm. Just proving that, even though we just talked about how amazing this thirty-minute classic was, not every match has to be that long. Sometimes ten-minute matches are just as much bangers as anything. Oh, else. for like, sure. Go watch Shibata versus Ishii from G One like four or five years ago. It's like a ten-minute match, and that match freaking they just beat the hell out of each other for ten minutes straight. It rules. Yeah, no, sprints are amazing. Mm-hmm. I love them. They're 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 very effective, especially when all your matches go a little longer. Mm-hmm. Um, the next match, MJF versus Pillman, probably could have been a little shorter, but even that was only about ten minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, good match. Um, I thought probably 
probably the low match on the show and not that it was a bad match but just the crowd was lower for it which is interesting being mjf yeah very old school yeah and i think almost like in aw that's a detriment because everything is so new school Mm -hmm. in aw everything's so exuberant and over the top and exciting and they're doing new shit everywhere you look that when somebody does like a technically perfect old school match that would probably be match of the night in the 90s Mm -hmm. Um, when they do that now it's like oh that's good a little boring yeah (laughs) like also like punk said they had the um the hard task of following up the fucking classic that just happened <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. And this is some of this. I, I, uh, I kind of look at Pillman's matches. I look at him and I'm like, okay, he's got the absolute perfect, like base and fundamentals down to a, to a fine science. Mm-hmm. Like he's mastered the old school. He went back and purposely did that. He's talked about how, um, the old guys have a lot to teach us young guys and he's gone back and he's learned all that, but he's got to put, now he's got to put some of the, some of the new spice on top mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Because right when he comes in, I'm just like, okay, I've seen this before is what it feels like when I'm watching yeah. him. Just like, this is technically perfect, but I've seen this before. Is uh, Griff still uh, selling like it is he's injured from the shot from the ring. Cause he hasn't been out in a couple weeks. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think he's just, he's not really been part of this feud so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, he, he's okay. But yeah, I guess technically you could say he is. Yeah. Two weeks ago, he took that shot and then he's, he hasn't been on camera for a couple weeks. So yeah, you could say that. Um, but yeah, this, uh, this match was good. Um, Julia Hart was out there for, uh, for Pillman. MJF grabbed her, allowing both MJF to get a shot in on Pillman and for Pillman to get a shot in on MJF, mm-hmm. vice versa. Then the the last one when uh when he goaded Pillman into making a mistake out there, Pillman ended up getting caught with his salt to the earth. That's how he lost. Mm-hmm. Again, you put this match on in the nineties, it's one of the matches of the year. Yeah. But you put this match on now, and yeah. it's like it's like okay. <laughs> I, um, I saw something funny on Twitter about this match. Is all right now. This is over. We could set up the feud. We really want Julia Hart versus Wardlow, and that that made me laugh pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, in the end, this was a nice scalp for MJF to get, and it also now kind of puts Pillman in people's minds on the hierarchy and like the singles mm-hmm. ranks a little a little lower, but like now he's in our minds. Like he's yeah. uh he's sort of where MJF was two years ago. Yeah, for sure. And now MJF is in the position to have whereas the vets were having this match with MJF and going over him, but putting him in our minds, now he's doing that for a, a guy like like Pillman, which I mm-hmm. think is great. Also his parents tweet uh their song oh, like, yes. We hate him too was so funny. <laughs> yeah, they said uh they said, Oh yes, we MJF is our son, but he is a little shit. And then MJF uh, quote tweeted it and said, "What the fuck, fuck you, mom?" Yeah, 
So good. I wonder who do you think MJF goes to feud with now? I have no idea. I don't know if they. That's the thing. Keep having him uh, feud with these smaller they, guys, they and then sh- eventually Wardlow just turns on him. Which would be he cool. could go for another lower ranked person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, I where they at, honestly where they I don't next know. week. They are in say what town in? Rochester, I think. I think they're in Rochester. Yeah, I don't know who you could make fun of there to bring out some other. <laughs> and I think um, I think Hangman is coming back in Rochester. This is this is not my poll. People had been saying that they thought this is where Bray Wyatt was going to come in. I'm not even convinced Bray Wyatt's coming to AEW. Yeah, his but contract's not thinking, up till October though, or his 90 days. I know. No, you're right. Um, unless he negotiated his way out of it, mm-hmm. which you never know. If they liked him enough, maybe they would be willing to do that. Yeah. If he gave them a certain amount of money, like who knows? Um, like I know some people, they were like, well, if I don't get paid, can I get out of it? And they're like, sure, mm-hmm. kind of situation. So he he could have negotiated his way out. Who knows? Um, but I... I don't need him there, but anyway, somebody or not somebody, it was, uh, I think it was on Fightful. They were saying, and this was just their opinion. That would be a great spot for Hangman Page to come back with Rochester meaning so much to Brody and the, Mm -hmm. and the, um, the dark order. And that storyline is, it's to the boiling point now with, with that stable. So he now comes back to help them and, Kenny did just finish up his feud. Well, maybe finish up his feud with, with Daniel Bryan. He can now come in there. It's like I, I saw somebody say, and this person knows who he is. Um, he was saying, Oh, what does AW do to keep the, to keep the momentum going and to, to do all hangman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the main event story. That was the top story in the company for four months. Mm-hmm. It's, not done it's not yeah. even close to being done whenever hangman comes back that place is gonna go nuts yeah it's gonna they're gonna blow the roof off especially rochester mm-hmm. if they do if he comes back there the place of Brody lee mm-hmm. um that that would mean a lot um yeah so that would be uh yeah i don't know how we got to that tangent but <laughs> talk about mjf's next few somehow hangman got involved <laughs> okay so the next match i really love this match, oh, this match I, I understand cool. i understand if some people have some negative thoughts about this that's fine but this was uh malachi black versus cody rhodes i thought this was fucking awesome mm-hmm. they really sold me on this on the road too did you watch that yeah 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 when you said it to me i watched it it was my like, god so good Malachi Black's work on that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I, if you want to keep talking about the road too, it, mine's more about sure. the match. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Black on the road too. He said that Cody hasn't changed. Um, he's allowed his family uh, to come to harm while he was off licking his wounds, which he's done before, and he didn't learn anything from that lesson. He said, this is just the same old Cody Rhodes, and if he's not going to change, the results are going to be the same. I'm once again going to put you in the ground. It's mm-hmm. like, 
holy fuck, mm-hmm. this is so cool. He's so like and, poetic and evil with his with his words. It's crazy. And it's like Cody. It's looked like Cody purposely mirrored the storyline of the Brody Lee story with the with Malachi Black story. It was a mirror image right until the end of this match. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was amazing. And Cody, he's either he's either being the most and this is uh not like not like he's either he either is, but like he in the in the past year he's either been the most self aware person or the least self aware person somehow at the same time. <laughs> because when you hear him talk off camera he's very aware of what people think of him and he's mm-hmm. very aware how he's received and he's very aware of how he comes off like he knows that people are getting annoyed that he's doing these things he knows that and he kind of he uses that in his some of his promos and stuff like off the air do you remember that promo that he cut going into that house show yeah where he's talking about how he's bulking up and all that stuff like he's no he, he was like he's like yes i'm aware that i have a silver spoon in my mouth and yes i'm aware that i have all these opportunities and yes i'm aware, but he's like that but that's because i'm cody rhodes and i can do whatever the fuck i want <laughs> he's like i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna wear the nicest clothes because i own the nicest clothes i'm gonna wear the nicest watch because i earned the nicest watch that's such he's a like i did the work promo. and i have <laughs> yeah he's he's doing fucking flair mm-hmm not to yeah. invoke flair right now. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. The less said about him, the better. But I know what you mean. Yeah. I th- I wonder, because, you know, he, he comes on interviews and stuff and talks about how he's like, oh, I'd rather retire than become a heel and stuff. I wonder if they're going to go the route. I think that's all kayfabe. I think he's kayfabing when he's Yo, doing Oh, for that. sure. Because tonight, especially, it seemed like they're doing the thing where he's a heel, but he doesn't realize he's the heel. And we're all the heels or something <laughs> like all the whole crowds. Of the well, heel. yeah, it, it's one of two things. He's either like doing that, like Homelander, mm-hmm. like, li- like where it's like there. And this is where I think this is where I think he's being uh, self-aware. Like, I think that he knows he mm-hmm. knows um, that this comes off a certain way and that he's playing the guy that thinks that he's that or He's like John Cena mm-hmm. and he is the face, but in being the face who refuses to turn heel, he is, just ends up being a heel for the fans. And then, so he's a heel to me. He doesn't have to think he's a heel as long as I think he's the heel. Mm-hmm. Like, what does it matter? That's what I mean. That'd be, that'd be <laughs> cool if they went full into that. Like he just, he's a heel, but like, he just doesn't realize that he's a heel. That'd be, that'd be pretty funny. Uh, the thing I was going to bring up earlier is that, um, uh, Malachi had the kickboxing shorts on again, and he's only ever worn those against Cody. So I wonder if those are like his Cody fighting trunks. <laughs> Did he not wear those against Anderson or against? Uh, nope he's had Lee? the he's had the the trunks on. All those other matches, he had the kickboxing pants back on or the shorts, just for Cody. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, you know he thinks about that stuff. I don't know what yeah. the significance is, mm-hmm. but he thinks about it. Maybe so. He- uh, truly respects like your fight. He'll wear the the shorts that mean business or something. Or maybe he thinks that they're more like his training shorts. And he's like, I don't have to respect Cody. Yeah, that's true too. Who That'd knows? Maybe it's a disrespect thing. I have no idea. Um, yeah, I'd. Uh, 
yeah, it's uh very 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 cool. But yeah, Cody got booed. Like booed booed. Booed, booed. Yeah, like I texted, the first um, my friend Willie, our friend Willie that was there. <laughs> he uh he's like, Yeah, it was pretty loud booze. <laughs> and like and Cody played it up. Mm-hmm. Like he stopped and he looked at the crowd and like he would he was playing into it. So this is where like he knows. Mm-hmm. And Brandy, and, I, somebody pointed out Brandy when she came out. She came out of the heel tunnel. So yes, I, they came out of both tunnels. So who I don't know. If yeah, that that's was, true. Arn came out of the other one. Yeah, I don't know if that <laughs> was significant or not. I'm not sure. Like maybe Brandy's the heel side and Arn is the face side, and maybe he's going to end up with the Brandy side mm-hmm. after this, and because something happened with Arn. Um, I'm wearing my Arn shirt in support of his tumble. Yeah, that I don't. Yeah, Humpty like, Dumpty had a great fall. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "What happened?" And then he back Poor up on Arn. the apron. I, like, I felt terrible <laughs> for him. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Like that to fall from any height when you're that age mm-hmm. can do a lot of damage. Um, but he fell from a fucking distance. Yeah. So that would have hurt. Um, but have you seen? Have you watched any of Heels? You have no. Right? I, I don't have stars, so I can't. Okay, watch it well, there's a storyline in that. Like, there's the two brothers. There's the one brother who owns the company, and he's a heel. And his younger brother is the hotshot face of the company. Mm-hmm. But they end up. Uh, one's an asshole in real life. The younger one's an asshole in real life. And then, so they get into a match, and the older brother shoots on him and puts him in a hold. And makes him tap out and he ends up crying and then the fans turn on him mm-hmm. and boo him and then it but he doesn't like that he doesn't like that the fans are all booing him he's like no i'm the face i'm the face mm-hmm. and the they eventually have to teach him like no like you're getting a reaction you need to go with the reaction mm-hmm. like you like this is this is part of wrestling when you're getting the boos you have go to go with it, with it. Mm-hmm. and this is wrestling one one and we know that Cody knows that mm-hmm. he's the most carny man in the business. <laughs> yeah. Like he knows that you go with the reaction. So he's, I can guarantee you, I feel like he's plotted this all out in advance, like even into his interview saying, I'm never going heel. I'm never doing this. Oh yeah. America raw, raw, this America raw, raw. He came out in that with a fucking like wedding train. Mm-hmm. of a yeah like a of a of a cape like i thought i saw a picture of it online i thought it was somebody photoshopped it <laughs> it looked like princess diana's wedding veil i was like what the fuck is that mm-hmm. it's like 30 feet long yeah it is a whole outfit he looked like um like evil Knievel or something it was ridiculous yeah, he looked like evil Knievel or super <laughs> dave or like yeah. some shit i tried to say evil Knievel last night but i forgot how to spell it so mm-hmm. it was super dave um yeah and at one point in this match black went for his uh he went for his flip like off mm-hmm. the ropes like his, he faked the tope and went for the flip and then did the uh cross legs in the ring and brandy slides in the ring does cross legs in front of him and the crowd at first they're like boo and then she flips off black yeah and the crowds just go like pops huge and they're like boo this is amazing boo yeah. yay boo <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most joyous boo i've ever heard like the crowd mm-hmm. ate that shit up and so did black black just starts laughing immediately like i loved it 
mm-hmm. and Cody got in there, sucker punches him when he does that. Um, and then Black controlled the match until he hit Cody with a black mass, which he kicked the head off Cody, like legit kicked the head off Cody. Yeah. Because Cody goes tumbling from the ring, and when he comes back in, Cody legit had a big red welt yeah. right on his temple where he got mm-hmm. kicked. Like he legit squared him up mm-hmm. in the temple with that shit. Um, so he, like, he legit could have been out yeah. <laughs> from that kick. Um, so Cody's outside the ring. He's dead weight. He's he's just a dead body out there. So uh, so Malachi rolls back in. Yeah. Cody First gets he wants up. to pin him, but then he's like, he can't pick him up. So he's like, fuck it. Just give me the count off victory. So Cody comes back in. He goes for the pin right away. Cody, Cody gets his foot on the rope, and then Malachi's pissed. He's just like, God damn it, I missed my shot. He's more frustrated at himself. And then Cody chalk blocks him and start and starts working the leg. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, are they building towards Cody tapping out Malachi Black? Because I will be pissed. Yeah. And Black multiple times raises Cody up with the foot. Mm-hmm. You know, where like he raises them up by yeah. the head with the foot underneath the chin. And both times Cody caught him. And it's like, oh no, mm-hmm. they are building to a Malachi Black loss here. I legit had fear. So did I. Once the uh, Black Mass happened and he fell out of the ring, it's like, oh, he got his Black Mass in, but Cody's going to make the comeback. It's like, here we fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> and then he hits the crossroads. I'm like, oh no, 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 don't do this. And he gets out at 2.9. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God. The crowd goes and, nuts, which is hilarious. And then this is where Arn's trying to go around the, the from one side of the the ring to the other, going around the pole. But he's not a small man anymore, mm-hmm. nor was he ever. And yeah. he can't quite get around and he falls. And this is a legit fall. Like they were concerned about him. Yeah, because the camera and, cut but, away real quick. Yeah, the camera like, cut heck? away. And but Arn to his credit, commits to the bit. He gets back up on the apron, takes the bump, goes mm-hmm. flying off into the onto the floor again. Cody goes out to check on him, and Arn is pissed. He's yeah. like, "Cody, get the fuck, get the fuck back in that ring. Why are you concerned with me?" And his fall added. It just it made it more realistic. Mm-hmm. Like he's a he's an older man who's self conscious who doesn't want to be like doted after he doesn't want people to to take care of him he's like he's like what the hell are you doing with me get get back and get back to black mm-hmm. he gets to black who's got his head underneath the apron so it's like black's doing so he's gonna pull out a chair or something mm-hmm. or his or cody's boot cody's he boot. doesn't have either so it's yeah. like, that was weird anyway he's just trying to escape under the ring i guess i don't know gets him back in the ring he's taking some body shots and then Cody, I think he hit him with five shots, and then the ref tries to pull Cody away. He's like, no, you're not allowed to hit that sixth shot. And Cody takes a swing at the ref, and I think even like pushes his head. Yeah, he like pie-faced the ref. And the crowd lost it on Cody. Cody turns back to Black, and Black just says, suck on this. Just spits mm-hmm. the Black spits the, black the black mist. mist in his face, like the Great Muda. Mm-hmm. Which I fucking loved. Yeah. And then he rolled. He rolls up Cody for the. And this isn't a roll up. This is this is a black mist win, in mm-hmm. my opinion. That's a finisher. It is what it is. Um, oh yeah, the black mist is. I think it's the most devastating one out of all the mists. Yeah. He he uh, 
he gets him rolled up. Um, Cody looks like he doesn't know what happened. Uh, there's a funny tweet online that's a it says like mom I threw up. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's so good. It's really funny. I saw another one that said like uh mom I ate all the Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> and and black is lying out on the uh the on ramp, the LED laughing. ramp just laughing. Mm-hmm. Like with his arms splayed out like he's on the cross. I was like this is so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. He's like the Joker. Yeah. Like it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I loved it. Me too. I thought it was so good. And yeah, it's it's funny how like I don't know, people people twist themselves into knots trying to talk shit about Cody these days, but that was that was fucking it, man. That was that's good Cody. I saw someone I forget who it was, but they're talking on Twitter and like they're like everyone wants Cody to turn heel, but they they pointed made a good point that if he turns heel and then he starts winning because he's a heel, then everyone's gonna just say he's oh two thousand five Triple H when he's beaten everyone again. So yeah, Cody like no win. one's ever no one's there's certain people who are never gonna be happy about Cody. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. I'm unhappy about Cody when he's not focused. Yeah, when he's focused, he's amazing. This mm-hmm. is amazing, Cody. Right now, this is the good shit. Yeah. This is when he was in it with MJF and when he was in it with Jericho and that stuff was amazing. I want I want more of that and that's what this is. Mm-hmm. I would like Black to now go face someone else. Yeah, yeah. It's time to keep them apart for a little bit. And mm-hmm. I bet Cody next week like gets pissed off at Orrin Anderson or something. Well, yeah. Now I would like Cody to turn heel. Mm-hmm. I want him to come in and be like. You don't want to cheer me? You don't get to cheer me. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm not allowed to go for the belt. Yes, I can. I own this fucking company. I'm going yeah. for the belt. Fuck you. I'm going for the belt. Um, yeah. You want, you want this? No, no. You, you don't get what you want. I get what I want. Like, mm-hmm. be the. We've seen it. We saw it in Ring of Honor. We saw it in New Japan. It's amazing. I still think the best heel thing he's ever done is when he changed the Bullet Club logo. That was so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, man. Just be. Be the be the shithead that people want him to be. Like you would think that people will get behind that because mm-hmm. they want to dislike him. So I don't know. Unless like it's literally just they're just going to dislike Cody for no matter what he does, which I can guarantee you for some people that is the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he he's a fantastic heel, and I tend to think this is probably some long term booking on his on his part mm-hmm. to an extent. Yeah, because remember, he's a comic book fan. He's watched the boys. Yeah, he's a yeah, for sure. he's a big time fucking nerd. Mm-hmm. He's watched the boys. He knows. He knows. When does his show premiere soon, right? Him and Brandy's show. Yes, it premieres next week, and I'm going to yes. watch the shit out of that. So the heel turn probably won't happen next week because I'll still want people to watch. So the week after, expect the full heel turn. <laughs> yes, but uh, we might get a promo from him. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'm. Uh, I'm really. A- I'm legit excited to see heel Cody. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very excited for that. It, here's the thing: I kind of, I kind of look at it similarly to when people just really wanted Roman Reigns to be heel, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't let him be heel. Yeah, and they were for they were forcing it down our throats. And same with John Cena. Like sometimes you just got to give the people what they want, and mm-hmm. the people want you to be an asshole because. For whatever reason, they think you're an asshole right now. Yeah. Just give the people what they want. Yeah, I mean, they and look, they turned Roman Reigns, and now he's like 
their biggest now thing he's the, the biggest star he's one of the biggest like top three biggest stars in wrestling in the world probably top two mm-hmm. it's like him and kenny yeah like they're the and daniel bryan mm-hmm. and then probably adam cole and cm punk those are the ones fuck you think of all those guys most of them are fucking AEW, and obviously yeah. i'm biased yeah but like i look at wwe i'm like roman it's like Big Roman e. and Becky Lynch, Biggie, yeah. <laughs> um, and there, there are a few women in there, like Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. Although right now, fuck Sasha Banks because of her COVID yeah. Uh, yeah. stuff. But, anyways, yes. Moving on to uh, to a nice little Sammy versus Miro promo. So we have uh, Sammy essentially coming to his de- to the defense of his boy Fuego. Um, after Fuego got beaten and lost his car by Miro, and Miro says, I've been beating up Fuego for a month now. Where the <laughs> fuck have you been? Yeah. <laughs> um He said, uh, I beat up like are you are you here now because and he points to his neck because people have been pointing at the uh at the at the kink in my armor over here. He's like, Yeah, I broke my neck in two thousand fifteen, but God rebuilt me or God and my wife put me back together and my God demands pain and my, my wife demands pleasure and a bit of, and a bit of pain as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, God freaks. Freaks. <laughs> she also demands pain. Mm-hmm. like, Oh my God, Miro. That's the funniest thing freaks. I've ever seen. Do you think they ever bring her out? Yes, she will. I think she will show up when he loses mm-hmm. and be like, Miro, I told you to never lose. Yeah. I will never love you if you yeah. are a loser. Yeah. And, and then a huge rampage or something. Yeah, but that is like, it's the, I don't know. I don't know what they do with her after that, but I mm-hmm. I think that that would be a funny plot line. Mm-hmm. Like, I only am in love with winners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you will not feel the love of yeah. your flexible <laughs> wife. Yeah. It'll, it'll be good. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this next match, talk about overachieving, man. FDR oh, man. versus this is so much Darby. Fun. Like this was a legit great tag team match. Mm-hmm. And I did not I knew it was going to be a different Sting match be, than we've seen because it's FTR. Mm-hmm. FTR doesn't do comedy shit. I mean, they do, but in a way where they take the piss out of themselves. Yeah. Because they're the most serious dudes in the company. Mm-hmm. Like somehow Sting, he comes out there every match, and somehow his mystique keeps growing. Dude, his face paint uh, on Dynamite was so sick. I loved his face paint. Yeah, it kind of looked like yeah, it looked like it was still smeared. That was so cool. It was awesome. Like there was because like on his shirt and stuff too. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's great. They they played that up, and it's cool. I like how he. It's like battle damage. Mm-hmm. Um. And FTR's gear can't be understated either. The NWO oh, gear. Yeah, the NWO gear? Fantastic. Mm-hmm. They couldn't uh, say NWO on commentary, though, which sucks because uh, Excalibur had to say one of Sting's best rivals. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. We get, we get it. <laughs> we, I mean, everyone gets it, but. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for them to do a, uh, a heart thing. Maybe they're not allowed. No, they should be allowed to do yeah, a I mean, heart Hart's foundation been on there. thing. Yeah. They'll do it do black and pink. I bet they will for the around the Owen tournament time. Oh, for sure. 
Um, but yeah, Sting's mystique keeps growing. And there was a time when I thought the more we saw Sting doing promos and it matches how his mystique, his mystique would go down. Mm-hmm. But no, because he keeps getting more and more comfortable and doing more and more things. Like mm-hmm. he looked amazing keeping up with FTR and they did not hold back in this match. No. FTR was FTR. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they had one of their best matches this year. Um, yeah. Like aside from the uh, proud and powerful match, this was probably their best match this year, which is saying something. Yeah. Um, their strategy of cutting the ring in half and holding the one person on their side really worked for this match because mm-hmm. they were either doing it with a 62 year old man or they were <laughs> doing it with a high flyer mm-hmm. who in order to get over to get the tag to sting either had to go like over them or like, mm-hmm. like, like, and he tried to go over them at one point and they caught him yeah. in midair and they're like, Nope. Yeah. I liked it too. Cause he tried to do the coffin drop to him that one time and they just caught him when yeah, they were on the outside. No. Yeah. Fuck you, little boy. And yeah. Um, yeah, just Sting's done. He's done such a great job just increasing what he's able to do. Like mm-hmm. what he's capable of doing. Like he hit a spine buster in this match. He ran the ropes in this match. Yeah. Um, he took a European uppercut from Dax. That mm-hmm. just, like there was a big crack. Like he hit him with it. Mm-hmm. Like right in the chest and sent Sting like hurtling out of the ring with it i was like shit it's cave it's crazy man it's crazy <laughs> like, like three months ago we were marveling at him hitting a cross body mm-hmm. last night he hit a cross body off the top rope yeah and we didn't and we didn't even flinch yeah we we're like hey, well, i you remember sting his, hit a cross body <laughs> the first bump he took the uh the power bomb from cage that one time we we're like oh man and then they did the cinematic match we're like that makes sense he'll probably do a lot of cinematic matches nope <laughs> he hasn't done he's one been, since. Yeah, he's just been doing like all matches. And he he did the like he was the comeback. He was the hot tag in this match. <laughs> it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And in the end he tapped out Dax in a, was which was a great spot because he had Dax in the Scorpion Deathlock. And and uh Cash was trying to break it up and Darby coffin dropped. Oh, that looked gnarly. Cash <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to hit him off the apron. I was like, that was, this is so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And then they got the win, and that's awesome. And you know, FTR was thrilled. Oh, for sure. To, to take that loss from Sting, being the, uh, being the old school NWA guys. Mm-hmm. I always forget how much Sting was involved with the NWA. He was a lot like yeah. he, he's been around so long. Mm-hmm. Like when I watched uh, and when I watched WCW, I thought he was young. He I mean, he was young. I guess that's because he started so much younger. Mm-hmm. Well, his he was. a uh, What was their name? But the him Dingo and the, Warriors. Yeah, that's what it was. Him and Road Warrior or uh, not Road Warrior. The Ultimate, Ultimate Warrior, Warrior. Were a tag team, which is when you go back and look at it, like it's kind of nuts. And Sting was jacked out of his mind. When and he sucked team. too. They yeah. were terrible. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the Ultimate yeah. Warrior was never that good, but. <laughs> no. But, like, when you watch, uh, they had quite a bit of footage of them on the uh, Ultimate Warrior documentaries. Mm-hmm. Or, and on one of them, they showed the. Like, some. Lots of footage of the Dingo Warriors, and they both sucked. Mm-hmm. Which is so funny seeing Sting that bad. Yeah. 
but I guess Sting then committed to getting better, and the Ultimate Warrior just never got better. Just stayed a roided out freak. Yeah, just stayed a roided out freak who all he could do was just like gorilla presses and like and body splashes. Yeah, that's all he had. Yeah, but yeah, now the Sting, Sting's look, and I want him to do to have two looks before he uh, stops again. Joker Sting, of course. Yes. And then NWO Wolfpack Sting with the black goatee and the red face paint. <laughs> I love, I love Wolfpack Sting. Me too. I love it. <laughs> yeah. That was a, a good time. That, that was my favorite Sting, mm-hmm. which is funny because nobody likes that Sting. Yeah. I mean, you you do as well, but like, yeah, I, I love I love, I love all the Wolfpack. Stings. I, I don't really remember Surfer Sting that much because... I was pretty young whenever he did that. I was. The the one time I did see Surfer Sting, though, was that really, really weird Vader promo that he did. Oh, yeah. Where he was, like, he was, like, flying in that helicopter, and they went up into the mountains. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a strange episode of Dark Crystal. Yeah, if you ever <laughs> want to see some wild shit, early 90s WCW promos are, like... They were doing a lot of drugs, man. There's no other way to describe it. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember that being the coolest thing was I was a kid, and I watched it back last year. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. Like, this is some absolute nonsense. None mm-hmm. of this makes any sense. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so this main event, this is cool. Um, this is Brit versus Ruby Soho. This was awesome because the women are main eventing again. Yeah, and they... I like it because it's the only title on the line on the show. So, of course, it needs yep. to main event, which is awesome. They deserve it. Their promo last week was like all the flames. Yes. Uh, so they really talked you into the building with that one. And, man, it just, I know we harp on this a lot, but Ruby Soho, she hasn't even been in AEW that long. But it's just like, what were you thinking, WWE? She's like, she's all her vignettes, her promos, her in-ring stuff. It's just all like top level and you just you didn't do anything with her she's got so much charisma mm-hmm. like it's oozing mm-hmm. like she popped out of the screen on friday night and yeah. then last night like she is main eventing the biggest television show that aw's ever done in mm-hmm. front of twenty thousand people like, yeah are you fucking kidding that's insane yeah in in that um Go home thing that you're talking about. Her promo on that was amazing too. Yes, it was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she in this match and in that promo and last week, every bit the star that Brit is mm-hmm. like for sure. Yeah, her and com- the crowd the crowd loves her too, just as much as Brit, which is awesome. Yeah, her her complete match. So there's three people now, like a like a like a fucking. Hydra or whatever mm-hmm. of Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, Ruby Soho, like three stars. Yeah. And then there's more. And then yeah, you yeah. go and then you like come out like a pyramid mm-hmm. from there. You got you got your Statlanders and your Rehos and your Sheeta, even though she has been. And I think haters one. right there at yeah. this point. But like she's kind of in the weeds. But the three top that you just mentioned, like that's like the perfect foundation that you could build your whole women's division around those three. Yeah, and you got Serena Deep too. She's right there. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much there. Yeah. We haven't even gotten. We've we've done this before, where we've gone yeah, through yeah, the whole yeah. list. Yeah, yeah. 
But but yeah, this match was a lot of fun. They finally gave uh, uh, Soho's finisher kick a name. No future. I like it. Keeps yep, with their punk good. rock motif. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, they. I was struck by how they were laying them in thick in this match. Yeah, <laughs> the kicks in this match. They were just mm-hmm. like, woof. Well, commentary thought, brought it up too that they've they've known each other for a long time. Soho actually got Brit into wrestling. Like, was yeah. her, I don't know if they said she trained her or not, but like, so. but yeah, got her got her in the door. Mm-hmm. But yeah, usually when you hear stuff like that and you know they're old friends, they usually laid a little thicker. Yeah, because the they have the they're comfortable. Yeah, you always hear wrestlers say they they love wrestling with their friends because they could do more and I have to worry mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought well because that was one of the things that was so noticeable with Britt when she was first starting out, whereas her kicks were so hesitant and mm-hmm. they didn't have any impact behind them. Yeah, especially her super kicks. Where there's one super kick in this. I thought all of Ruby Soho's teeth were gone. Yeah, that was such a good... Like, yeah, on the outside, exactly when she did. runs yeah. into that super kick and she snaps her head back, I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, there's no way she didn't take that flush yeah. in the mouth. Ruby's a... Uh, this match last night, she's a pretty underrated seller. Like, she was, like, fun for Brit a lot. It was awesome. That, uh... That draping, um... Sweeping like, neck breaker. breaker on the floor. Yeah. When she just... She was dead. Yeah, she's like, and then they cut to commercial break. Yeah. Oh no! It was like, it was like, oh fuck, they killed her. Yeah. Like they they did it twice. They did it in the first match with uh, Daniel Bryan with that V trigger mm-hmm. on the ramp. Yeah. And then they did it with Ruby Soho on the outside. There, it's like they killed her. Yeah. She just gotta, debuted, and they killed her. Got to keep you fuck. Got to keep you wondering through that commercial break, brother. But yeah, there was there was two uh, swinging neck breakers that were just so snappy. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then back in the ring, Ruby Ruby Soho, that's when she starts doing her running kicks, which she almost does the like Yakuza kick, but she turns slightly. Mm-hmm. It's like a side kick. Yeah. They're really cool. It's a um, those are her corner kicks that she does. And she got her finisher in on uh, that Future Shock. Not Future Shock. What was it called? No Future. No Future. No Future um, kick. She got that in on... On Brit, which was awesome, but then of course Brit's a shitty fucking heel, and mm-hmm. her goons got it. <laughs> I have to say, one thing that I loved in this match: it doesn't matter how loud that arena was, Rebels laugh. You can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so. I don't know if she's putting it on yeah. or if that's her real laugh, but it is so funny. I can see that being her real laugh, and it just makes everyone laugh backstage. So, like, do that when you go out. Because <laughs> it is fu- At one point, uh, I think Britt was going to go for a move, and you hear Bre- Rebel go like, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then it got reversed, and she's going, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's so like the Kool-Aid man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, then the lockjaw gets applied after all the shenanigans. And I yeah. was pissed because, like, oh, lots of people were f- pretty convinced that this we were going to have a title change oh. because it went on on the main event, including me. I, I bought it. I bought it. And then uh, my wife and I were talking beforehand because I don't know if you guys have ever heard the term lose face. Sometimes you can tell when a wrestler is going to lose before the match if you look at their face, especially title matches like I'm losing the title. Yeah. Tonight. 
And Britt looked like she had that. And my wife and I were like, yeah, she's definitely losing. Look at her. She does not look happy before this match. But I think she was just looking intense to like sell the, the big fight. Yeah. But I, I, we got worked. I thought she was going to lose. Uh, the only thing, I knew it was going to be tough because she had her two people at ringside mm-hmm. and Ruby Soho didn't have anyone. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know how a face can beat a heel in that situation. Mm-hmm. Unless they like, get like... Unless... Unless the goons get like ejected from ringside pretty early on yeah. in the match or something. Like I was like, I don't see So if my my dog comes running downstairs at some point. <laughs> every podcast. Uh but um, I I like that the goons got involved because then you could, you know, definitely keep Ruby in title contention. She can work her way back up and stuff, like saying, mm-hmm. like, well, you did beat me, they beat me pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I maybe, thought, yeah, maybe was... we get the first women's cage match between Ruby and Britt. That'd be pretty nuts. Ooh, that'd be nice. I would like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to think that the next person is uh, is um, Thunder Rosa. It's got to be. It's yes. It's, it's time for them to bring that back. The crowd loves Thunder Rosa. I think she's yeah. Be, she, she's, she's been she's held be off. Yeah, she's been held off for a long time, but she is right up there in the rankings. Yeah, so I think she was two. So with Ruby losing, then that puts her at number one. Yeah, I think Jade is up there too. So they have to be careful of getting jade too high because she's not quite there yet yeah you don't you don't want her and to... then you don't you don't want to put her in there and have her lose mm-hmm. before she's ready to take a loss yeah because people will get mad for sure yes yeah you want to keep jade up on the upper trajectory because yes. she's okay massive, so she's gonna be a massive star yeah, so if we're looking to next week we actually only have one match so far and that is in large part because of the matches tomorrow, which mm-hmm. I don't have up, but we talked about it last week, yeah. so that's fine. Um, or, or unless I do have them up here, I do. Uh, okay, so let, let's talk about those first. So, to, and the, again, these matches have happened. I'm sure these results are online, so fair warning. Mm-hmm. I know I got a, a couple things spoiled for me. Which me too. One right before we started recording, and I was pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I had to, I had to mute a bunch of uh, people in the wrestling journalism industry that I was a little upset with. Yeah, for the posting for forty for seventy two hours, I had to mute mm-hmm. them, and I was kind of pissed. But anyways, um, so we have the trios match between the Super Click, that's Adam Cole and the Young Bucks, versus. Christian and Jurassic Express. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to see the uh, Super Click, which is cool. I think that Super Click is eventually going to turn on Kenny Omega. I That's what I see happening. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that'll involve um, our good friend, Mr. Steen. Oh, man. But I think They'd that. They'd be Mount Rushmore. They'd be so awesome. I think they can turn on Kenny before and then steen and then steen joins them after sort of mm-hmm. like how adam cole came in to join the group i think um kevin steen comes in to join the group after the betrayal and then we have powerhouse hobbs versus cm punk and i think that's going to be an incredible match um i do have a spoiler and this is a spoiler that i'm actually kind of happy to say he brought out the mini trunks yeah <laughs> the mini yeah. trunks are out yeah um that was the first he, one he, i saw i was like damn he he did that poll mm-hmm. uh, he's like 
He's like long trunks or little trunks, and it was like unanimous. Yeah, he said trunks. like CM trunks or long pants or something like that, which made me laugh the way he worded it. <laughs> and then we have Men of the Year versus Chris Jericho and Jake Hager, and I couldn't care less about that match, which is too yeah. bad because yeah. I like Men of the Year and I hate Jericho and Hager. Mm-hmm. However, if they wanted to put over Men of the Year, this is a good way of doing so. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And then if we don't have a list, wanted to have them go over Jericho, and I think they should. Yeah, they need a win. And then you can put them in the tag title picture, mm-hmm. and they can be a good person to go up against Lucha Brothers and lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're. Yeah, I think that actually would be good to have them rise through the rankings. And you also have to think that Sting and Darby Allen have yeah, got to be ranked they, now they, as they're well. Undefeated. Right? <laughs> they're undefeated as a tag team. So they and should they be beat, ranked. They beat Men of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then for next week, we only have one match, and that's Miro versus Sammy Guevara, which is going to mm-hmm. be amazing. Yeah. And I legit don't know who's going to win that match. Ah, Miro. Miro's winning. I think it's Miro. I'm calling, but it also Miro. Sammy's the Golden Boy. That's true. So. That's true. He, and he hasn't had a title yet. I don't think. No, and he's very due for a title. Mm-hmm. And if like the TNT title is made for Sammy Guevara, mm-hmm. like that title was made with him in mind, pretty yeah. much. Like, also this Friday Key and Darby and mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Also this Friday we have was it Anna J versus Penelope Ford. Yes. And uh, what is Matt Hardy's group's name? I can never think of it. HFO, Hardy Family Office versus uh, Lucha Bros and Proud and Powerful. And That'll be great. Yeah, and Suzuki Goon versus uh, Mox and Kingston, which Kingston Fuck. in his hometown wrestling in front of 20,000 people. That's got a main event, right? It's got And we King. won't say the spoiler for that. Oh, my God. But there is a, there is a really cool spoiler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you do want to go online, there is a very cool spoiler. Mm-hmm. And one that is very interesting in terms of just... This kind of spoils it, but whatever. I won't say who it is. Uh, but just cross-promotion work. Uh-huh. Just, a certain somebody was there, and a certain somebody had their name up on the video wall. Mm-hmm. Like he had a video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, so it's like, okay, like this isn't just an appearance. This is like some cross promotional work. Yeah. Within companies that I'm, I'm getting a little. Yeah. Whatever. Just, I don't we'll care. stop it there. We'll yeah. stop it there. Like, just like, <laughs> cut. Yeah. Cut. But just, I didn't see it coming. I right didn't see it coming. Rampage. Hmm? We're recording this Our, weekend for Rampage, right? Yeah, I think we have to. Yeah, this is a pretty good show. <laughs> I'll see you in two days. Yeah, but yeah, before we make too many spoilers, we should probably uh, cut it here. <laughs> yeah, we should cut it here. We'll be we'll be recording again in two days. We can talk about it then. Yeah, for sure. Okay, see ya.